science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I illusion? Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Dude, I'm I'm super excited for uh, Second Cow. When's oh, that dude, coming out? I'd watch the shit out of Second Cow. Is it just going to be their bodies decomposing or what? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's, that's the entire that's the entire movie. I guess we're. I got, well, let's just get right into it then. So this is the cult of Cinema Cow. That's Jordan over there. I don't believe I hear. Um, yeah, that's Cow with a K. Cinema, <laughs> Cinema Cow. We, uh, it's Western month. It's the end of the month. <laughs> yeah. How was everyone's Thanksgiving? Talk to your, right. talk yeah. to your speaker, to your phone right now. Yeah, it was good, Levi. Thanks. Was we can't, if you have, yeah, if you have Siri, say, hey, Siri, turn on coldest of knowledge for me and, and tell them yes. And it'll get Call to us. Them, I yeah. guarantee it. I bet you if you asked it, our phone number, I bet you it can find it. Oh, I know. Yeah, we don't give the phone number out anymore. It's not. <laughs> we don't do anything. Not, We're terrible. It's not allowed. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's so, fine. You guys still listen to us, so we love you. Thank you. Yeah, if you're listening to this now, then but factually. Uh, so we're, I'm sorry, I can hear hockey in the next room, my wife. <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, so <laughs> it's Western Movie Month. It is over. This is the last movie of Western Movie Month. It's been, I love Western Month. It's always such a good kind of release valve from the, like the craziness of October of watching so many horror movies and then doing like the like four hour long podcast. And then it's just like you watch some Westerns and you kind of just slow down again. And, you know, even all these, and it was, I feel like we had a pretty good month, like, with different kinds of westerns. Right? Oh, I, we started. I with loved the, our. I loved our diversity this month. It yeah, was great. We started yeah. with the fucking classic golden age, nineteen fifties, fucking the searchers. Uh, then we went to like a more modern kind of grimy, fun, independent one. Fucking old Henry. Last week we watched Pell Rider, which is like middle of the road Eastwood. And then this week we watched, uh, you know, a more smaller, quiet, modern one. Uh, First Cow. And it was a good, it was a good blend of of types and archetypes, right? Yeah, and I think, and I think like, like the most contemporary ones of Old Henry, and First Cow being even, or same year actually, they came out in the same year. It's true. Um, they like, they have like a different, they have a different like understanding of pacing and what you what you can get out of a film. Where Old Henry is pretty like pretty standard it's it's probably your closest to like just just that you know revenge archetype and just the simplest like yeah the script you know, for bones, old henry could with some minor like like it'd be really ahead of its time in some cases but it's like more or less it could fit in like a more classic archetype you know what i mean yeah where where this film is definitely giving us like some really really sophisticated pacing and some really contemporary pacing like it's weird or or even like older like even even kind of like i like i don't know i i say little house on the prairie a lot in this and it's like just because that's like that's such a like an ideal standard of what like society was like then you know it's like we we like to give like rose-colored glasses to it 
And this film does the same thing, but it gives such a like real perspective to me. I I, I feel like like the world building is so bare bones, but like it's so rich and full. It feels real. Like where Revenant is like one that I was really think I had a lot of Revenant vibes during this. But like Revenant's like the action version this is, of this. This movie. is like the Rosencrantz <laughs> yeah. and Guildenstern of <laughs> <Yeah>. the Revenant. <laughs> like right. where it's like right. this is the same like Leonardo DiCaprio's just in the background fighting fucking Native if, Americans and these guys are just like in the woods picking berries. Like yeah. <laughs> if if like if Leonardo DiCaprio had like a really, really like like gay coded relationship with the bear, <laughs> that would be that would be Revenant. <laughs> that would that you would be Wait, you didn't get that from the, the Revenant? <laughs> Uh, yeah, go back, go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we talk about how they had a great relationship with yeah, the bear. Best friends. Uh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so for nobody's going to, I mean, thank you for listening to this, but <laughs> thank, yeah, this isn't, you I was going to say nobody's going to listen to this, but clones are people you, too. I know you will. <laughs> and we love you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, for just in case, because for our moms, right? That, yeah. Cause it's like my mom's list to it, so she can follow. And, and my mom, my mom doesn't watch the movies, so she just listens to I'm the podcast. So uh, this will be a little do, uh, synopsis for her. Do the synopsis for the moms yeah. for the those okay. who haven't watched. For, it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you haven't seen this movie or you want like a, you know, the ramblings of a refreshment here, let me let me break it down for you. Uh, we we open well technically we open in like contemporary times. Yeah, and it's. Like, if you've if you've ever seen, um, how do you say her last name? Kelly Rick Richard. Dude, I uh, I don't know. Oh, Reichard. Kelly Reichard. Reichard. Okay, yeah. thanks, Reichard. I just need to hear it. So, what? Well, yeah, if you've never seen a Kelly Reichard film, she's like she's poetry in motion. She's she's like her pacing is super slow. I, Wendy and uh, Lucy or whatever, like that. You know, yeah, that, correct. The movie that came out in like two thousand seven or something, two thousand eight. It was, you know, pretty long ago. That movie's amazing. That was the first film I ever saw by her. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm really impressed. And she's kind of like, she's an indie darling. It's her her go-to. So anyways, it opens up and it's just got like plucky little acoustic guitar and a woman walking through this woods with her dog. But like there's a contemporary ship, like a, like a cargo ship. And the woman, the woman's wearing like, a like a polyester blend beanie and like a button up like you know Burlington yeah, Coat Factory it's jacket. Like modern it's, you day can tell Oregon. it's modern. Like it's modern day. Yeah. You can hear well. You can hear you can, fucking like the highway in the background. Uh huh. Right. Um, right. Because right. like, I watched. I've like, been watching all the movies with the headphones lately, and so oh, see, it's been that's great. Good. I didn't even. I didn't even get that. I just. I always watch with subtitles, and so that kind of helps pick those cues up. But it didn't really meant. It didn't say that. It just said like nature wrestling. So, anyways, I didn't like. It was one of those things where like. I know this movie takes place in the early 20th century, if not like, you know, whatever in, in, in Western times, the frontier. So I was like kind of confused a little bit for like a split second. Like the, the, uh, the tray or the credits are cool. Cause they're just fucking over like violin or whatever. And it's just like really slow. She just like, she's got such great pacing, but I was totally confused for a split second where I was like, is this like a Wendy and Lucy? Like his first cow, not what I expected at all. Cause like I saw the trailer for it. And so like the opening really threw me off, but then, but then it clicked and it was beautiful. So this, this like contemporary woman is, uh, her dog finds some things and little bone, some bones out in the woods. And she starts digging them up with her fingers and she's totally contaminating this like this archeological 
archaeological site. But anyway, she doesn't know how old those skeletons are. They could literally <laughs> I mean, be from did. like two years ago. Murder. They could, well, then, then she's then she's in a crime scene. Yeah. But it's yeah. Later we'll find that it's, it's not a, a crime. Two hundred year scene. old skeletons. Actually, I know, right? And so, anyways, she is. She digs these out, and it like cuts around, and it shows it shows these two these two skeletons laying next to each other in the dirt, and then we cut, and we're like we're with Cookie and. He's with a bunch of trapper people, and it's it. Does it give a t- does it give like a date card? I don't remember. Does it? Say, uh, no, but it's it it's like 19, it's Oregon like eighteen twenties. Like, is it eighteen twenty? Okay, cool, this cool, is cool. like yeah. before. Yeah, this is like before when this people was, were coming out. Gold rush and like the and and trapper and the like, trapper. Trapper, yeah. trapper was trappers way early. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, it's the beaver trapping for sure. Because this, like you say, right. revenant. This is like the same time period as the revenant. This, this is like early eighteen hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and which is kind of kind of cool. Like, this is so early, and I love there's there's some dialogue in this movie where they talk about how like the beaver are plentiful, nothing will ever change. <laughs> and it's like, well, shit, dude, we over we over like, you know, over took resources so fast. But um, so this follows Cookie, and he's with a bunch of he's with a bunch of trappers. You got trapper trapper Dan and whatever trapper trapper Clyde is one of them, I think too. And their Cookie's like. He's he's allowed to live with these people because he's kind of a good cook, but they're all like temperamental and they're like they're going into they're going to like Fort something. I don't even remember what it's called, but they're going to go to like a larger base camp to sell their wares and to kind of just, you know, I don't know, just they're they're nomadic and, you know, this is like a, a stomping ground. Well, you kind of notice that like Cookie's soft spoken and he gets threatened and he's just kind of quiet and introspective. And he's in the woods w- at night and he's like foraging and he he comes across King Lou who is like butt ass naked and just he's he's running from he's running from other some other trapper from other trapper gangs that he was with because they they accost or they like fucking brutally murdered his friend and so he he fired at them and hit one of them in the neck. And ended up killing him, and so he's on the run. And Cookie is compassionate, so he brings him like a blanket and lets him sleep in his tent for the night. And then, like King Lou is like, he's just—you can tell—he's like crafty. He always—he's like—he's really good at like getting around and like sneaking, and it's—it's it's great because he's hiding in the cart that they're that, like all the trappers are carrying. And so they just—they walk into town, and Cookie and, and King Lou, their paths, their paths separate. And then an undetermined amount of time passes, but enough that King Lou has been established. He now has, like, a, a really, really modest living quarters. It is basically like a fucking, a what do we call now, mini? shack, or, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a little shanty shack, but now we call them tiny homes, and people sell them for a million dollars. But he's he's living in a tiny little shanty, and he meets Cookie in, like, one of the saloons. And they go back, and, like, they just, like, they they... They have just like such a such a carefree, wonderful relationship. It's so like it's so just symbiotic. Like they they like King Lou is good conversation. He's always talking and he's like, I love how love how um he's really aspirational. He's always just like he's like talking about like making striking it big in San Francisco or just like what the what like the American dream can produce for him, you know? And like and it's and it's kind of cool because they get to the fort and like it's like all walks of life are going through it. And that was something King Lou mentioned earlier is how he's just like, oh, they've got everybody there, you know, like, and it's just not this melting pot. 
Yeah. So anyways, it, it it totally romanticizes it, but then it's got like everybody is so fucking dirty and greasy and then we love grease. And so it's like they're just like they're so realistic. Like there's all the trappers there. I'm like, God, they're just like mongrel. Like they're just they're just like so their beards are crazy and like they're they're just like they're like gruff. But then it's great because it like feels so realistic because there's no there's no true overt violence. Like people people kind of like blow off steam by getting in like bar fights and stuff and like there's there is like there's true violence you know that's brimming and that exists but it's not like just somebody's like you stole my my shell and they shoot each other or anything like that you know it uh yeah it's it's nice more realistic but i'm i i I can see i can see how you're worried about how uh you don't have enough to talk about so you're gonna spend the entire podcast just describing the movie (laughs) <laughs> yeah right there you go yeah, i'm just i'm trying to fill time here but because it's really like really the simplest part of it is it's straight well, up like so and Kingly, the first cow and then they shows sell. up yeah the first cow is so insignificant there's like the first cow is like literally just like i mean it kind of becomes like i guess the inciting incident of of cookie and king uh king lose their uh that's that becomes their adventure so they go and they still milk from the from the cow that showed up and um Oh my God! What's his name? The I don't know. There's some some like some like Baron Lord type of dude living there. Toby the Jones the is the actor. I I know. Yeah, he's great, but he's not credited on here. Uh, anyways, well, I can't remember his stupid name, but um, he owns the cow, and so they're going to steal the milk from him, and then it's they're stealing the milk, and then Cookie's a good, he's a really good chef. He was actually trained, um, and so he like. He's making these like scones, these honey scones, and everyone's like, "God, ah, these are really good." And it's like they're, you know, because they don't have fucking milk everyone, out here, so everyone's eating these fucking right. nasty, just the tack really, biscuits yeah. that are just like. So everyone's like, yeah. "Oh shit, these are really good," and they're not putting together because it's eighteen twenty that it's like it's because this yeah, is made with milk. Yeah, it's know? made with yeah. It's like they're just like, oh, these are rich and delicious, and it's great. There's a there's a part where they mention like. You know, nobody nobody wants to believe that they're being stolen from, and so yeah. it's like that's kind of how they get away with it. But then uh, there comes a port where they're they're doing like they go and they go at night and they milk the cow, and King Lou is he's the watchman, and Cookie milks it. And then the third time they do it, or something for or I don't know, maybe fifth time they do it, the tree branch breaks and they fall, and so then they have to flee again. And King Lou and Cookie get separated, and Cookie ends up getting hurt. And then, like their their little shanty gets raided and broken because there's some there's some townspeople that are kind of like, you know, they I don't know they're just like local ruffians and so they no, get, they probably get paid by the baron no, or whatever. They're they're uh, you missed like the whole or, so, Cookie and King Lou get hired by the baron to, oh, Toby Jones God, yeah. to I go to attention. his house and cook for him and the captain of the right. fort, and they do and it's it's tense because it's their milk they're still in it with. And then the men that right. chase them are the army. Oh, are they? Yeah, is it the army? Well, they, but they're like most. They're of them not. Are. I mean, some yeah, are. Some, some, say, are some, some work. One, some work. One for the guy, residents. Lloyd. Yeah, I was gonna say Lloyd was the only one that like was that but, would look. He looked military or whatever. You know. Yeah, they're like they're him. like four guys were military, but then like the young because the the young guy that was like that gets him at the end. He's the one that's like, uh, he's like the uh, fucking stable boy. He, for, yeah, right. That's for the captain, though. And like everyone, it and is it's military. great. Okay, yeah, everyone, everyone's working. I mean, that's that's where it is. It's like it's so subtle. It's not like people have like large positions, and you know, they're they're the person who talks the most in this is King Lou. So it's like it's one of those things where like nobody really like is 
firmly established. But anyways, yeah, that's uh, they yeah they they cook for him. They get caught in a bind. And they run away, and then it's yeah like it's it's tragic because that one kid who got slighted earlier, he like you know followed them, and then when they they were ex- like just totally like their bodies couldn't go from exhaustion anymore, and they lay down together. They were probably killed in their sleep, but that's just how it ends. They just they they lay down peacefully together, and they lay down in the same position as the skeletons we found earlier in the movie. And uh, yeah, that's it. It's very tender. Yeah, it's nice. You can actually see the because I went back and watched the like watched the beginning, and uh, the, there's like the They're huge skulls. crack in his in his skull, Cookie skull. Oh, Cookie skull. So and you then can is there see like a that it's like no, I don't know about King Lou because he's so it's like there's nothing in his head that I can tell, but but yeah, oh, okay. Cookie where he hit his head has got like a big crack, nice, uh, like a piece okay. missing from it. Yeah, so. I mean, I think it. I think it's one of those things where it's like, it's the the minute the minute it showed the two skeletons, I knew. Well, that's gonna be that. That clearly will be like well, the, right at the end. It'll well, like it'll be. Yeah, it's basically you know, significant. Uh, but. Well, that's what's. I was fucking floored by the opening because it starts. Yeah. It starts with the freighter, and it's going down this river, and it's like yeah. literally anything and everything moved across this river, right? Uh, and then it's just like the, the, she finds these skeletons laying next to each other and you're like, oh, okay. And then it like basically cross cuts to a cookie in the woods and you're, you're immediately like, just based on the cut, like, oh, okay. So that must be him. And like, he's the main character and that makes sense. Uh, and knowing this movie's about a friendship is all I know. And then later once King Lou, it's like slowly starts right. cause you kind of forget about it for a minute, but then like him and King Lou start becoming friends and you're like, it's like the movie's chill and you're always like, but deep down the whole time you're like, fuck, that's their skeletons. And so every yeah. time they're talking about, and it's definitely in that same area, they're like, we're going to go to San Francisco and stuff. And you're like, fuck, they don't make it to San I know they don't make it I, to San Francisco. I know, really. It does give like a, it's, it gives such a like, a, a it's twinge doomed. of pain. Yeah, it's like yeah, this it's doomed. Like that doomed love. Like, yeah. It just feels it's like. very bittersweet. It feels like, ugh. Well, and it's yeah, like, right, right. it gives it a sense of tension too. Cause it's like, you know, like when they go out, they're at the house of the fucking, the f- captain or whatever. And he's like, you want to see my cow? And they go out and see the cow and the cow's like all loving on cookie. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, and they're like, Oh, weird. You know? And it's just like, <laughs> it adds such this extra layer of tension, knowing that these two dudes who are the main characters that you're kind of coming to love are certainly murdered. You know what I mean? It seems like right, 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 right. And, and I, I, th- I kept waiting. You, you, you were right. Like the entire time, it's a weird kind of tension for forest, how, I was like, for how oh, like light man. this movie is. Yeah. Like I keep being like, they're gonna get fucking killed and thrown in a shallow grave, man. And then like, yeah. And then just like it, just keep having that realization as it goes. And then so I was kind of surprised when it ended because it felt very kind of sudden. All of a sudden, I was waiting. I don't know why I was expecting it. Like the, uh, I was like, oh shit's gonna come to a head. And then they're going to die and it's going to be this intense scene. But of course that's not the case because that's not what this movie is. You know what I mean? I was expecting it. So I was surprised when it ended so suddenly, but I thought it was fucking beautiful because the more I thought about it, this movie has a lot of violence. Like the genre is known for like being violent. Your gunslingers gruff. The West is lawless. Right. Uh, But all the violence in this movie is like, off to the side in the background like the guys are fighting cookie runs away there's the fight in the bar that focuses a lot on them but it goes into the background but yeah. like every all those shit there is the plenty of violence but it's always like 
off camera in the background. Like it's very much like this is the stuff that goes on around around that. This is not that kind of story. So the fact that it ends with them basically just like, you know, Cookie's like he's fucking resting from his head wound. He's delirious. And he's, and then, yeah, he's super concussed and totally and like King losing. King like, all right, I got, I got your back. Let's just take, let's fucking rest. And he falls asleep yeah. too. And then it cuts to black. It's because it's like all that's left is violence in their story. And you know that. And yeah. the fact that it doesn't show it like this movie is like the it's like, you know, they say it's like what you don't show. So it kind of is about the violence, especially since we're shown these like skeletons right at the beginning. But it's more about like instead of showing the violence, it's about not showing the violence. You know what I mean? Which I think is uh, kind of all the more tragic, but it's so fucking well done that it's like I, I loved I absolutely loved this movie. Like I might Dude, go back I, and give it five stars the more I think about it. Cause, yeah, I, I'm no, I was the same <laughs> way. Like they were watching this and Victoria's like Victoria's like this is boring and i'm like i'm like oh my god do you not understand the tension right now this is wet you know i like yeah it's wet it's dude it's like it's yeah it's freaking sloppy dude i was like i like the entire time i like every single time they went back to the cow i was just like this is it this is this is it this is gonna be when they get this this is when they die well and it was and it's just so charming too that it's like you kind of like even when like i just i love cookie and king lou like i think they're such good characters but like uh Cookie just being so soft-spoken and him just like the music with the cinematography and the very, pa- like, I think this movie's patient, if anything, right? And right, the, right, right. So the editing is like a very, like, it lingers on these shots, but it sets up your expectations very early on to what it's going to be. And I must have been just in the perfect mood for this movie because, like, I could see how people would think it's slow. Uh, I could definitely see that, but it's just like the slowness is set up and established so well I think that's what is really its huge strength is that it is slow in a good way. Like it takes its time and it doesn't rush anything and it lives in the environment. It lives in the woods, the lush fucking woods where he's out there. He's just like, I know he picks a little salamander up and he just like flips it over, flips it over. No. Yeah, dude. No, it's like, and it's great because you know, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that salamander was real, but it like, or it was, I just seemed like they were just shot in the woods for hours and just got live footage. Like nothing like it's like that salamander probably had a Wrangler, but you know, who knows? They could have he could have just been out there. They just found it and they're like, hey, shoot the salamander, yeah. Right, right, right. Just yeah, they're out there forging. And I do I love that like the world building in and the detail, dude. It's like the the microscopic detail of this show that made that like it did it. Like it spoke so so loudly about what time period we're in like their clothing and just when they're washing on the rock and the it's the it it is like patience is patience is a perfect word but i i kept thinking like the like real true boredom that exists out there <laughs> like the and just like how people <laughs> how, like the entertainment that they get like i love that that uh it's the pace of life the guy, like they the, say things used to move right. slower it's like literally well, that's yeah. just Exactly. And like to them, it's not, it's not slow though. No, it's they're not just, slow and boring. It's just like, he's throwing his the, fucking the hook into the, into the river is just a fucking right. hook with a well, line. <laughs> and no, I love, I love the, I love the, like the parallel between like now and then and forever. It's like humans, we've been in the exact same for like 10,000 years where he's sitting in bed. One of the, like one of the servants that lives in the quarters in the house. Oh and yeah. He's got that wooden puzzle, the little ball and he's just playing it in bed. And it's like, it's just like, that's what we do, dude. We get in bed and we like look at our dumbass phone and then we're like, you know, and so then it's just like, that's, he's just like, oh, I got to like kill time. And then, I'm, and then he know. gets up and starts putzing around 
just because yeah. he's like, yeah. I can't, you know, I'm just like awake still. Right. I'm a night person. Well, and the cat too. It's like, I love how he's like got to deal with the cat. It's just mm. so, it's so human and everything's like, everything really is like each scene is so insignificant. But then when it comes together, it tells such a beautiful story. It's such a big it's such like a it's like a real lived that's why i think this is like one of the greatest most accurate depictions of like what it would be like it's like there is violence but a lot of people stay out of it and even even the person that ends up killing the two of them at the end he's like conflict adverse you know but he's meek and he like he's definitely like when he gets cut off when he gets cut in line that like you can see like there's violence in him but then he like there's non-confrontational and yeah you know who who knows like it's like of part of him like, has an like, excuse to just kind of take out his frustrations on, but also to right. gain clout with those above him because they yeah, want them right, dead, right. you know, because he is yeah. well, the and lowest. The, and the bag of riches, ranked, too. Right? That was, right, I kept, yeah. I kept the whole time their purse was like freaking me out, dude. Because And I love it. He's like, we need a bank. And he's like, well, put it in a hole, you know, <laughs> put, it, put it in a tree. Sash it in the tree. They're <laughs> like, this is too much. Like, that's what's awesome is because it's like, <sighs> King Lou is trying to think of all these ways. Like it is kind of like a perfect friendship, but it's like almost like King Lou's not like taking advantage because it's like they have a no, he's they have like a, a dreamer, camaraderie, dude. but it's like he's the business guy, the dreamer, and you know, Cookie's just kind of taking it slow and when just is happy. Like he loves baking. You can tell he's just got yeah. a smile on his face and he's just so just like I don't know. He's a sensitive boy. You know, he just well, is and it got me it got me so like it got me freaking just totally wanting to go out and forage. Like I, I like I, 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 I live in that climate, dude. People forage here. There's forage groups here, man. I gotta go. I gotta get in the woods. I'm baby. sad. It just is barely about winter. I know. I, I literally, <laughs> after I watched this, I just had like two dreams about like I'm like I just need to fucking buy some land and live in the woods for a while. And uh, I'm gonna make it my New Year's resolution. And I should have done this anyway. It's obvious to like spend more time in nature. Period. This next year. Uh, but it's like, this movie is like the last push. I'm like, I just need, I want to be out there. I feel like I don't have, there's no, I think that's a a quintessential part of what makes a Western too, is I think a Western is at its core also about like man and the land, right? Like it's like always about like, that's that's like land versus a Western. The oldest Westerns are like man versus nature, right? It's like, that's how it always, I mean, like film changes through time, but it's like, it is very much about just like their connection with the land and uh, probably my, I don't know if it's my favorite part, but it's up there. But I think this says the most about the two characters and like the theme of the movie is shortly after they hook back up and they're walking and he's like, uh, he's like, Oh, I love it out. King Lou's like, I love it out here. Everything's new. And uh, he's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's old. And uh, he's, King Lou's like, he's like, it just depends on the way no, you look at yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, yeah. no, we got here before history. You know what I mean? Everything's opportunity. Yeah. And uh, it just really juxtaposes their two positions where it's like King Lou is like, this is the land of opportunity. This is a, a land of abundance. This is what they say. And right. he, he's always scheming where it's like, says so much about Cookie too, where he's like, no, he's just like a traveler here. This is, this is ancient. You know what I mean? Everything is old and ancient. And it's just like, we just exist to cohabitate what on the earth and King Lou's like, no, it's the American dream. You know, everything well, out here I, is fresh. Civilization is fresh. Yeah. And I think it, I mean, it, that's established so well in their character by just so a good. few lines. When, so good. when King Lou is just like, 
I'm here for that soft gold. Like he just like that's you know he's just and he kind of like and he says like everybody's out here for it. Yeah, because he's like you don't see very many Chinese out here. You know, he's like right, 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 and like you know, yeah, King, and and I think it's cool because like you get to learn little bits and pieces about their history where like you know Cookie was Cookie was indentured, and it's like you know you're like where where did he come from? Like especially making it to like like the West or yeah, I mean yeah, really like they were in like. Oregon, yeah. They're in so Oregon, it's yeah. Like, it's like wild. That's you know, that's definitely like frontier land. Like, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, crazy. all the way the fuck out there from because he said he was born in like Massachusetts or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, it's even even fucking King Lou, like all the way from China and stuff. Like his plan, he's like he's like people don't realize it, but the the beavers they should be doing the beaver oils. You can make a fucking fortune. Yeah. And he starts scheming on that. Like no one does the oils. And then uh, Cookie's like, well, why don't you do that? That's a good idea. And he's like, I don't know anyone in that part of China. Like you know what I, I mean? Know. Right, like, right. But he's, he's always like, I'm a northerner. Gears, yeah, <laughs> the gears are always turning. Where he's just like, that's a thing, but I don't have the connection. So it's just like. He's always thinking for that opportunity. So Cookie's love for baking where he's like makes the buttermilk biscuits just for the fucking love of it. And then King Lou eats when he's like, how much do you think we can make for these? And they yeah, immediately no. fucking sell out uh, to the point where they were like making so much money every day. It's uh, so good to watch that like growth for them. But then you're nervous because they're fucking, you know, they're ending. I know. Well, that's what, and that is, that's kind of what's great is like, they're really, I mean, as that's it did so good because you knew you knew how it was going to end but you didn't know like in which way and when know, yeah you didn't know when or where and you didn't know how i honestly so, i was kind maybe it was just my me fooling myself but i was like they're gonna do a psych out like they're gonna too. they're That's gonna like thought, yeah. someone else is gonna die the whole time we're thinking it's them Someone else is going to die, and then fucking Cookie and King Lou are going to skip into the sunset in San Francisco holding hands and open up their fucking hotel or whatever in their bakery. Um, <laughs> but then it's just like, no. They just pass on the woods, no. and it cuts to black, and you're like, oh! Like, yeah. I, I, wasn't ready, I wasn't ready for it either. I thought it no, was I like, wasn't. I wasn't ready for it to end, man. I wanted to, like, I wanted to, live, I wanted to live in this for a little bit longer. I'm definitely going to be watching it again because I, I, I really liked him. There's a lot to – because it's like even from the uh, – the four by three aspect ratio is uh I really like that aspect ratio when used right. And this movie is obviously like so soft and gentle, yeah. but it's just like, uh, it's so intimate in the frame. Like there's so many close ups and inserts of like them doing things with their hands. And like, uh, like you said, everything is texture and detail. And so the, from that framing, it like everything just worked so good. But like, the writing is like very much a character study, but also about like, there's a lot to say about the American dream and like capitalism and commerce and like the freedom of like the new frontier and America and all this shit. So it's like, there's a lot kind of going on just in the subtext of this. Uh, while I just, just trying to tell just a nice kind of a nice story. That's also that that's the balance is the nice pleasantness, the delicate sweetness Combined with that t- impending doom, the, dude. Like I don't know. I know the underlining. That's a special the sauce. Like, it's a special sauce, man. Yeah, and it, and it like she does it really well. Like that is so you know, that's well because that's the thing about uh, uh, I mean, Meek's cutoff it, too, where it's like yeah, they are just living their lives and they're being hopeful, but the whole time they're like, we're it, like two days away from starving. Like we don't know we're, right, we're lost. Right, right, right. There's no like that, and it just ends with them just out in the wilderness 
thousands yeah. of miles from anything and like you know you know they're doomed but it's oh just my like God. <laughs> do you think that meek's cut off when did, i wonder what time meek's cutoff was supposed to take place that's uh, it's wonder, probably shortly it, thereafter 1840s i'd imagine is it oh, okay 1840s. yeah because yeah, yeah, that's like say. 1820s was like popping off with the gold rush and then like pioneers the huge right. migration right before the civil war and then there was also another big one right after the civil war but meek's cutoff is before so it must be like Eight, eight, 40, 40s or 50s. Yeah, it's got to be right. That's yeah. that's like when the big Oregon Trail, like like Oregon Trail, like was huge in like the 30s. You know what I mean? Like, and then like because uh, like Donner Party was like f- late 40s, like 46 or something. So it's like okay. So by then, like people time. were trying to find different paths that wasn't the Oregon Trail to like kind of go other places, and that's like Meeks cut off was like the alter like an alternate route to a different part of Oregon or whatever. Oh my god, I love that too, man. They get like you feel like they're gonna be tricked so hard in that. God, I mean they kind of get they kind of get tricked, but yeah. Um, god, man, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, this was your first time watching this, obviously, right? Oh, obviously, I uh, yeah, I was totally taken immediately. I must have been like in the perfect headspace because I wasn't even gonna watch it. I usually watch it Monday nights, right? Yeah. And uh, but then I popped it on like Wednesday just to like I was like waiting to play some hunt showdown, right? Like I was saying, and I popped it on just to be like, Oh, let's get a feel for this. And cause I've been watching movies in chunks lately. I'm like, we'll pop it on for a minute. And I totally got sucked in and ended up watching the whole thing. Just from I think the... there is, there is something special about it, right? Dude. It, I was, I was immediately connected to this and I think it's just like those skeletons and it, it like, it's the, I love like when you write a sh- like characters that are their friends. And then there's like, there's just like an underlying like tenderness and trust. I like, but like, and it's just so, it's so you're filled with so much hope, but that like, but you have that, that like humanistic thought in your brain, well, that, in the back of your brain that tickles that you're like, they're like, it's, this can't end good. It's like, it's too hopeful. It's not going to end well. And every time I keep thinking like so the other foot's going to drop and like some, like they're going to get, like it's like it's it is cool that they you never get violence against them in the entire movie because I kept thinking that like every scene I was like this is it this is where they're gonna get like it's gonna turn violent yeah I thought it was gonna have like this like I I should have known better based on the rest of the movie yeah right. but it wasn't until it ended that I was just like oh yeah of course you know of course not uh but but because of that I wasn't ready but uh I don't know man it's uh just like well dude. I, I when love- they when they start first becoming friends and it's like King Lou's trying to because they're both outsiders you know what I mean because it's like being gruff and dumb and just in it for gold and or trapping is is the norm but they're like these like King Lou's like this immigrant that's by himself and then like Cookie's like this weird uh you know well, quiet both- soft spoken like they Jewish kind of guy lost- you know what I mean that. They've, they've both lost something, though, because King Lou yeah. lost his, like, his... I, I wasn't 100% sure if it was, like, an actual relative or just a good friend, just another companion, yeah, hard, another friend. Yeah, to say, yeah. But, you know, he just, like, recently lost somebody, too, and so he's, like, he's desperately searching to cling on to somebody who, who like, is company, you know, is, like, is going to be on his level. And, like, so he really found that in Cookie, like, immediately. And I'm, like, I'm so glad they found each other. And, like... Dude, I love the lighting in this movie. Can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> oh, the, the absolute shit. cinematography and the look of this movie is Wait. stunning. And the lighting. Yeah. So, dude, the lighting, the editing, the fucking way it's shot, the acting, the set design. Like, this movie, it should be talked about more. Like, I'm just kind of, like, I remember when it came out, 
everyone's like, oh, I'm excited for first cow. And I like, I saw the poster. I'm like, oh yeah, this looks like a, definitely an A24 movie, which, you know. Right. Yeah. And, and I wanted to see it, but it's just like, this movie, this movie is like a masterpiece. It's I, okay, cool. I, for me, like I, like I can't find one real fault with it that I don't know. Like. Dude, I totally agree. Like I, I'm, I'm like, and it's funny. I don't know. I don't know why, because it's not like particularly like that, you know, that phenomenal. Like it, it just everything that it did, I'm like, oh, it just did it so well. And it felt so, it just felt like so cozy and comforting with like just enough, just enough like intrigue. I like was, you know, right. I, I wanted to know these characters and I really like, I'm like, I'm kind of bummed because I'm like, I could have, this could have been three hours long. Like I could have gotten to know them more. I want to see them. They're like. They're like fucking Robin Hood and that whatever the cartoon. Like I just feel like they're like right. they're just having little, fun. Robin Hood and like, Little John. Just Little John, yeah, dude. They're just like yeah, they're bopping through uh, the forest, dude. It's just <laughs> like well, because it's like uh, you know, Cookie's like so quiet and soft spoken, and he just like is there. Like uh, King Lou bounces his ideas, but then he'll just be like, "Hey, so what side of the tree has the most branches?" And then he's just like <laughs> the outside, yeah. and it's just like it just gets him, you know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And King, I love how King Lou's just like, like, like a, oh, you, like they, he can keep his own with him. Yeah, like, he's you know, like got an immediate camaraderie, even though he's a man of little words, except for like in the scenes that surprisingly hit me, just or the the scenes oh, where I fell in love it, with Cookie even more. It's, it's where yeah. he's milking the cow and he's Dude, just yeah. like talking to her and he's like, good evening. Like, how, how have you been? I'm sorry to hear about your husband. I heard he didn't <laughs> yeah, make the journey, yeah. you know, and he's just like yeah. being so just so tender slowly because the only the only downside i can see this movie is its pace if you're not in the mood for it like i think it's done to perfection i think this is a slow movie done perfectly but if you're fucking just did two lines of blow and just watch john (laughs) wick or something this is not the follow-up that you're gonna enjoy so it's like uh, i can get if you're not in the mood for like the pace but that's a mood thing. I don't. I don't think that's anything with the movie. I think the movie does the pace, amazing, and with the editing, contributing to the pace, and like the entire score is either just like one fiddle or one guitar, just like plucking know, along. And that, and well, a lot that of it's like, like in the world, like there's just like a guy at camp playing. The I know with the time. yeah, right. And then like that, like contemporary acoustic guitar is like, it's so plucky. I really God, I wanted to look it up before we started, but I I didn't. Uh, I want to know if if like she does the music for it because in all of her like trailers the music is very similar yeah like she you know that that like has it's totally a through line of her movies and i wonder who created that but dude do you know who do you know who else uh i noticed in this lily gladstone dude. i, I, I saw her in the credits Fuck yeah and i was like oh likely academy award nominee slash possible <laughs> yeah. winner but lily winner, yeah. gladstone. she's 100 she's getting nominated dude 100%, she fucking killed it yeah 100%. she fucking killed it dude uh if she doesn't win i don't know what she's up against for this year yet but we'll see i don't yeah really though she should because i can't think of anyone who did yeah, better i'd have to ponder it over but uh i know and i wish it sucks because her part's so small it's like I almost wish she I was know. in it more because everyone had I know, such right. a small part, which was okay. Yeah. Which was okay because it's like it really just brought the focus to these characters more. Like everyone is a side character, but everyone feels real. Like even the right. guy, like he doesn't even have a line. You feel like it's going to, the way it cuts to him. So there's like the guy at the edge of camp that keeps mad dogging him because it's like he's racist as fuck or something uh, is the vibe I get. 
but the guy at the edge sure. of camp, like it shows close ups on his face and he's like, he's watching them closely and you feel like he doesn't even have any dialogue, but you feel like, oh, he's going to like, he's going to cause some trouble and that's what's yeah. going to lead to their death. Yeah. And it never does. Cause it's really just like, I don't know. Like they just really focus on Kelly Reichardt really just focus on like everything around them too. But like in the perfect measures that just only accentuates the two main characters. Cause it's like, even the guy in the bar, the big burly guy who brings in the baby, it's like they focus on him <laughs> quite would... a lot. Like the shots are like there's extreme close ups yeah. on him. And he's just like, watch this baby. And then like Cookie's like, oh, okay. He's like, that baby will be fine. Let's go. And he's just like, okay, I know. They just, your, yeah, da- they just... your daddy will be right back. And he's just like, <laughs> just doing it. And then he leaves and it just lingers I'm... on the shot of the baby for like a few right. seconds before cutting. Like, I don't know. Like, it's definitely, this movie has tons of room to breathe. Oh, totally. She knows. She which knows when to the, cut. Which lends to the pacing. It's like I feel like a lesser movie would just be like, okay, well, like the main characters aren't even in the room anymore. Cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, one movie we were, we were talking about a movie recently, where it's like, the camera, God, would just like, go off and leave the characters for a minute, and they would just be in the scene with like side characters for a sec. I'll have to remember what that was because I love that. I love it when when movies do that where it's just like. It gives you just a few extra seconds before it cuts to just kind of like live in the scene without the characters, and it makes the world feel so much more lived in. Uh, and this movie does that a lot, you know. What I, mean? hey, I don't know. I don't remember. It's like I can remember but... in my head, and it's not Scorsese, but it feels like maybe like After Hours vibes. But I feel like it was something else. But there's a lot of movies mm-hmm. do it, but I feel like not enough movies do it. So. Anyway, my phone's all the way over here, so I'm going to grab it so that I can pull up a Reddit. And well, in oh, the meantime, I, do you got a money minute? I got a money minute. So as we were saying earlier, we didn't think this movie was going to do great, and it did really poorly. <laughs> um, so Wait, a slow, a slow but, Western movie with no violence in the middle of the I, pandemic. I know, right, right, right. Like we're at what kind of tail end of the pandemic there? Because it's like movies that come out in 19, and then for like, did Oscars even happen? Oscars didn't happen in March. No, February, March. Oh, the Oscars did happen, huh? They happened right. They happened the later. They happened later, though. Yeah, right. Like, anyways, they, they they were yeah they were like May or something that year. But you want to hear indie? I mean, it did. This movie did fine for itself. But these are listen to these indie numbers. Like, I I love it. It's like they, uh, it was. Oh no, they actually did really bad. Never mind. I I miss I mixed up the I mixed up the numbers. <laughs> but it was five million to produce. And then it only made a hundred, or it made it only made one point three million. Back. It's all right. They, so hurt Kelly Riker, I feel, and I know a twenty four is much more like they make their money. I mean, they won the Oscar last year for Everything Everywhere, but also it's like they make they're doing it right because it's like they find movies that are smaller budget that because movies don't need to be hundred million dollars you know we've been saying this forever like the maximum yeah. budget of a movie should be like 50 million times. well and we've been talking about this i mean yeah sure don't even get me started on that but <laughs> i'm more like i'm more like clearly a movie gets made and the investment is going to be recouped so that's that so i don't think there should be a cap per se i mean i that's a whole i mean that's a whole other thing but i know what you're <laughs> saying it's like the fact that a movie can they just keep getting more and more expensive but yet they still they recruit just as much so it's it's kind of bonkers to me but i really feel like we're just we lost and i understand dvd sales they don't exist anymore 
There's no there's no home video, so there's there's no way that like a film studio they always make their money back guaranteed, but that means they take it from everybody else who doesn't get a piece of the pie until that movie becomes profitable outside of theaters. Yeah, residuals and is so, not like a thing anymore, right. really. It doesn't it's exist like in the streaming so, age. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. Streaming kills it, and streaming is so like shady with their fucking numbers, and they don't pay out residuals. So it's just like. It's kind of a dismal time for right now, and that is why we don't have mid-budget films anymore. So we get these kind of, like, quote-unquote micro-budgets that, that exist, that, like, small, like, Orion and, like, you know... Five, five million is, is pretty respectable for how good this movie looks, because it's, like, it does yeah. feel like they just, they just well, dude, like, took a well, fucking get, wagon and built a fort in Oregon using, yeah. like, everything real. You know what well, I mean? Well, dude, they... Uh, they Airy, dude, it was an Airy Alexa Mini, man. Those things are just, they're so powerful, so but it's like how you use them. It's yeah. lighting too, dude. The lighting in this is so. like, is top notch. Like I seriously, like every they're... time they would go inside and it was like dark, but kind of yellow and yeah, dusty and so like, it like worked so well, but it wasn't like overly color corrected. It wasn't like, cra- you know, it wasn't like going for like an Oh Brother, Where Art Thou tinge or anything to it, you know, it just was like, just kind of felt so natural. <laughs> Which was probably a lot of natural light. God, I can't get over. It. I just, I can't get over this movie. I just, you reminded me for some reason. It's like when they first come back and Cookie just starts sweeping, and then he just, bring, I know, he just brings in those flowers, and he just yeah. like puts them in the pot. That, and then he's just that's like, why it's I'm looking like, nicer already. Like, well, it's so funny because it like, it's weird. It's such a done, small it's detail. Like men, men <laughs> do this. This is thing. It's like it's so weird. I'm like, I live in such like a like we have to fixate on like masculinity so much like in just culture today. And and film film in general just it's you know it's dominated by men and that is that's just the world it lives in and so when you see somebody do something quote unquote tender or effeminate mm-hmm. it like you I like that's how come I like made the joke where it's like oh it's gay coded because like they totally feel they like, but they do have I mean there's more I have more examples of them like like making eye contact and glances and like you know I just feel like there is a romantic relationship underneath it too but that's just my I mean that's you know that's me but anyways. It's something that like even there and them in their graves. Masculine. They I thought they were going to be lovers. They're because right, their graves too. even together. Their graves, their graves give it away, and I think that's probably the main reason I like kept that mentality. Like anytime yeah. they had a a, a a like longing glance. Yeah, I see your I point because like, oh, there, there, there is, and it's not even necessarily but, sexual so much as it's an intimacy. Yeah. Intimacy, right? That right. like even if it's like you know it can be a romantic or platonic, but it's just like when we talk about masculinity. It's like men yeah. can't be fucking like sincere with each other uh, like ever. And like these are just two guys just being like themselves and being, you know, sincere and open. But like, I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know. I know. It's so helpful and domestic when they when he does that, when he speaks it's and so, like, it's so brings nice. it in. And like, it's just like, I know they're providing for each other and it made me feel good. It, it, warm, <laughs> it warms yeah. my heart. It warms yeah. my gold callous heart. I know, right? Uh, for for once, I'm feeling something. But anyway, I'm like, I'm really looking forward to. I hope uh, Reichart keeps making these types of movies and like period pieces specifically, because I feel like totally, dude. She I want to live it, in these. She does it yeah. so fucking good that it's just like uh, I've never seen Wendy and Lucy, but I'm aware and I want to see it now because I'm really liking her stuff. But like. It's like I want her to keep making, yeah, like pioneer movies. 
It's like Win- yeah. Wendy and Lucy is Wendy and Lucy is a- tragic though. Like it true. That's like where this has like some hopefulness into it. Wendy and Lucy like has no. There's no hope. It yeah. Like it yeah. It kind of feels like Red Rocket. Like where that you just like <laughs> you kind of feel you feel bad for Red, him the whole time. Red Rocket's like that too. Where but, it's just like <laughs> yeah. you can forget how fucking dark everything is <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's so much charm and charisma on screen in front of you that right. if you're not paying attention to actually the content. <laughs> Red Rocket's yeah, right. fun. Red Rocket's so good. Sean Baker, I feel like, does the same thing actually, yes, but in a modern yeah. in a modern setting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking Sean Baker's great. Anyway, so I hope I hope yeah I hope she I hope she keeps making period pieces and maybe even like coming up the coming up you know like I don't know everything she does is like it's weird they're like they're period pieces but then they're just like they're even like they're even more like niche and granular they so are it'd be it's, like, it's like a this is a uh, this is definitely a western and it's I, like you I can even go like anti-western or whatever but it's definitely yeah like it's a pioneer movie like it's definitely right. i call i call it frontier front, frontier it's, yeah, yeah it's the frontier film for sure for but, sure and that that it, makes sense because honestly she could stretch that dollar so much more with it because it's yeah. it's so reliant upon nature same with meek's cutoff you know what i mean it's just like it's so reliant upon uh, that being your setting, it's like even though I love to see her do like, you know, a, a fucking scrappy con man in the twenties or something. Uh, yeah, financially that'd be a lot harder, especially if her monies aren't. Because it's like, like I said earlier, eight twenty four is about the brand recognition and about yeah. like the clout of giving artists a space to be able to do these type of things. Like Bo is afraid didn't make any fucking money either but it's a fucking weird movie that they like give the chance for these artists to make these opportunities and so it's just like this movie like first cow it's got like a 4.5 on letterboxd or something like it's highly regarded right. critically even if not financially so she'll get money but that's the thing five million bucks is worth it and it's like if you can stretch five million bucks and make this kind of movie then fuck that fuck, fuck and those five, $100 million, million. Dude, it's crazy well that's the whole thing five million dollars is literally in the realm a24 is a billion dollar company dude they're not they're not hurting no they're not they're little like, scrappy they're, indie anymore they're no they're no they're not now. they're but and they're that's how come it's like five million is like nothing yeah exactly. right, right right well they keep that you keep that like hipster fatigue or uh facade and then you're just you're just there. You're in it, baby. This I'm sold. I, this movie A24, is sort of hipster, though, but like it, yeah. in the best way. <laughs> right, right, and and like in such a like OG way too. If you want to get hipster. exactly, and I just exactly. I love the tenderness, dude. God, can we just get tender for one minute? Like I don't know, man. We don't need to like, we don't need to like grab each other's hands and be like, ooh yeah, ooh. Uh, we can just be like, hey, uh, it's the masculine like. Like we can't, you and I, we can't talk about. We're we've known each other for how long, and it's like we can't talk about our fucking feelings to each other because of society. We do all the time. I'm always like, hey, my feelings. I just don't have feelings, so I got nothing to tell you. Mine's just about like I'm feeling a pain in my body. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so oh, I got I got one Reddit. Believe it or not. Ooh. <laughs> from our best friend, clones of people too. He says. Uh, I was really interested to see this as it's directed by a woman and Westerns feel so male dominated, but the film still caught me off guard first with the aspect ratio and then with the pace. And both of these made this a very intimate film, which is not what I'm expecting from a Western. The film felt very authentic with a really nice depth to the characters, the story and the small slice of the frontier. And it felt so different from the wild West I'm used to. 
the world was so well created from the forest foraging to the costumes of the traders and the overall vibe was so relaxing and so homely. Overall, very good, maybe a bit too purist and slow for most audiences, but I think I'll revisit this sometime. Eight out of ten. Uh, Ooh, thank you. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say I definitely, I'm definitely gonna re- add this to a rewatch. This is probably one of my favorite movies I've watched in a while. It uh, really clicked for me. So yeah, thank you for commenting because it is. I think for a lot of people that will be the biggest turnoff is is that it's slow and quote unquote like artsy fartsy. Like if I was gonna recommend it to someone, <sighs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be like, uh, I wouldn't recommend this to a lot of people, even though I think everyone should see it. But that I is fe- true. I, guess, I feel yeah, like a lot of people would not it. get it in this day and age. It's like, because I'm I'm amazed with the movie this slow though. Like I wasn't on my phone like once. No, dude, I was in, I was, I was totally enthralled the entire time because it's like, in this I feel like that's exactly what my brain needed, and I think that added to why I like this so much. It's like. And this day, my our fucking ADHD is just like everything. <laughs> it's like I'm playing video games, and then I do that, and then this, that, that, and the other, and there's like a million distractions, and I'm like everything. It's like this movie just kind of taking the time, and it's just I felt like it looked at me at the opening credits and was like, let's just take a breath, dude. Hey. Like let's just breathe. Yeah, 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 let's just breathe. You know what I mean? And it's just like the hook of the skeletons is perfect. That really, that really made me like- perfect. Just it's I, like, yeah, oh, I was like, I was like oh, I was like, you have my, yeah, I was like, you have my attention. <laughs> yeah, now. I'm where, in, yeah. where, where are we gonna go? When are we gonna meet our skeletons? And then when we, and like, you know, it's so that's what's so good about this movie is like, it doesn't hold your hand at all. Like, you just you have these two characters, and you're like, oh, that, like, it's kind of it's like, I, yeah, I knew who they are, and I'm, I'm here for them. I'm, I'm, I'm along, I'm along for the ride, guys. Yeah, uh, take me with you. You got anything else to say? No, I mean, I loved, I loved those. Uh, I mean, no. we don't really do our favorite scene anymore. What is it? Yeah, we should though. It's just because we forget. I, I know we forget. Yeah, we're bad. But um, oh, we're so bad. Uh, Ooh, I'm a bad, I bad think, boy. I yeah, my favorite scene. God, that is that is tricky. I think there's so many, there's so many good parts, and like, and it's so kind of everything's so heartbreaking. I think when he talks to the cow, though, that is, that's my favorite. Yeah. Every every time he gets there, there's so much. Like even the cow has a fucking beautiful tragic backstory where she lost her husband and her wife or her husband and her kid. Well, that's why her he, trip, he relates her to her too. Down. Cause they're like alone yeah. through loss and right. like over right, time right. they've just like alone in the world. Like it's, I was hoping yeah. they would just steal the cow and they'd all run off together. I, me too. <laughs> the whole time I was like, well, no. And cause in the trailer, I swear he's with the cow more often in the trailer than in the movie. <laughs> and so like, so the like, ratio thinking, certainly is There's I definitely thought, the ratio to cow <laughs> in the yeah. trailer is more. Cause <laughs> I know with the movie with really the first thought, cow in the title, you know? Yeah. Right. 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 But it like, uh, I think him with the cow is, is beautiful and it gives, it's such an arc because the cow, the cow comes across on a, on a barge. That's what, like you said, like we move the, how we move cargo with ships nowadays is like, we're moving like, you know, it's like 50 million metric tons of, you know, cargo a day. And it's just like the cow comes across on water and then the cow is, the cow is trapped, dude. The last scene with the cow, it's behind fence. It's behind a fence. That tiny little fence. Quote, quote, unquote protected. Mm -hmm. I know. Right. It had all the freedom it wanted. And then now it's just like trapped there. And it's so heartbreaking, man. It's but it like it's such like a subtle way. There's no, I mean, the, this is what's great. This movie is like all subtext. That's the American. <laughs> I mean, the American dream too. It's like those guys like arguing yeah. about like the longevity of like exploiting the land. 
You know, yeah, it's right. Like, I know, there, right. There is the noble. Like this is so not only because it's like I think this movie is gonna get claimed mostly for how well it looks and how well it like technically yeah. it's edited, but it's just like the writing I, is also fucking right. This could be fucking point. This could be like this could be on VHS with like really muddled colors, and I it, like that wouldn't change. It's like it's just yeah. the writing and the pacing is beautiful. Like it does look technically amazing. So like I love that. And no, and then another little side note. I loved when the I loved when the trappers fight over the biscuits when they like when they're like, they're like I'll get one more of that and they're like how much you buy you know and they like kind of do like a bidding war to get the last one. Oh, another Very I don't good. know why I, I thought that. of this, but a, another random scene I went back and watched because I wasn't I was like that's the one thing in the movie I don't get. So I went back and watched the, when he got his new boots, and I'm pretty sure. The guy, because it's like they made a big deal out of it for a minute, because he got these yeah, new boots. Yeah, he sold it. He sold them from a dead man. Yeah, I didn't get that right away, so I had to oh, go back and watch oh. that. But that's another sense, because the guy's got like yeah. the two hats, the two, and he doesn't. Yeah. Like Cookie yeah. doesn't really realize it, and he's wearing these boots. And he's like, "Fuck yeah, new boots!" And then the one guy, he, two people in town, he call go, him out, and he, yeah, he like covers the shame of being like, "Oh well." I was just happy about my fancy new boots, and they're like, "Uh huh, right." They're like those are well, John LaJoy's boots, you know. Or, and it's kind of it's like the fact too that like. It's like it's such a that's what's so crazy is like we we historically we think that like it was cutthroat and people lived off the land and it was like it was like you you know, you'd shoot a man dead for his boots. But it's like it wasn't like that. Like there was a lot more like, you know, humanity and intimacy and and like, you know, humility and just and like and like, you know, I mean, people were in a different mentality. Sure. There was like a different like relationship with people and like property. But like there still was just like kind of like. Hey, that's like that's not right. There still was like a moral compass that existed around it, but yet you did have more freedom to like kind of live wherever you wanted to in these, you know, kind of well, this, to an extent. I think I this mean, is as long as you weren't like a minority. But why we're yeah, exactly. Well, it's like yeah, um, I think that's like a lot of why we're t- uh, pulled to Western specifically in like this genre is because it's like the Wild West being the last frontier is rings true. It's like that's the last time in modern history where it's like people like obviously on a bigger scale, we were just as a country just committing genocide and stealing land and all this. <laughs> right. But for this regular dudes, like these guys, like, like King Lou says, this is the, we got here before history this time. Like this is a land that's all new and it's all fresh. And it's like, we're drawn to this weird, like that's the most modern time in history. Cause this was only like less than 200 years ago. That it's just like, that's new. That is new in the history of our civilization, in the history of our earth, obviously. That it's just like we're drawn to like, to like exploring and surviving and our connection to land before. That's why I kind of feel like the opening is kind of heartbreaking. The the freighter ship, because it's like, it's so mundane and it's like muted even. Like everything in there, it's like everything's dead and muted. And it's not even like, oh, look how shitty things are now. But it's like, look how gr- granted, for granted we take everything. Like, everyone sat and watched with awe later in the movie when they bring the cow across when the, the river. The cow cr- yeah. Uh, the Native American, like, family that's, like, sitting there watching. Like, everyone's, like, watching and enthralled by it. And yet, this girl at the beginning doesn't even look once the, at this well, freighter yeah, ship. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? What's become, like, what's become so routine in yeah. society it is like, yeah. It's, I mean, that's that's why this movie is well, good. On the like, land, it gave too, you a refresh. Like, yeah, yeah, it's good. So anyway, yeah. uh, this movie inspired. It's great. Go watch it. It, uh, but 
I want more movies that have like this feel. So that's why for next this next month for December, and this will give us an opportunity to do maybe some Christmas movies too, which is always what we try to do, kind of, because we're going to be sure. watching them anyway. Uh, I'll find a way to kind of incorporate them. We're going to do like cozy movies. I'm looking for like cozy, chill vibes, something that's like it's snowy outside and put your socks on. And so we'll see what we get. It is kind of a vague category. And also I have to put movies I haven't seen on there. So I can't speak to every movie being, it's obviously sort of subjective what is and what isn't cozy, but go tell us well, what come, you think come we tell should. us yeah. yeah if you're if you're like this isn't cozy i i feel i feel just get cold and arid in this, this well, movie what <laughs> is yeah what is cozy what's chill like these kind of like that are more about like these like uh intimate type uh situations so the next the movie we're watching the first movie for cozy winter december uh we're watching is a portrait of a lady on fire, which I've not seen. So let's see if it's fucking cozy. Jordan's seen it and he hates it, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I wasn't in the mood, so well, we'll, we'll see. We'll I'm see. I'm excited to rewatch it. I'm that's hoping, why, like, I'm, I'm wanting here. slower. Like, normally, I cut, this movie put me in the mood for, like, maybe I am in the mood for, like, a little bit slower paced, a little bit more, like, something that I can kind of just, like, get into and feel just kind of, mm. So, mm, mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, you're looking mm. for slow mo, baby. I like it. Mm. Anyway, uh that's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's me, man. I'm Thanks. Feeling... Thanks for listening. Thanks to the few Patreons we have. You guys are great. You guys rule, dude. Things are things are coming. I actually I'm off tomorrow and I'm gonna like I wanna go through and I want to spruce up the Patreon, give people some some new things to to sink their teeth into. Yeah. So uh, they yeah. like it. Stay I get, tuned. Stay tuned. I get. Uh, they mention the sticker of the month club often about how they like the stickers so much. I know, baby. Stickers are coming. Well, the sticker club anyway. <laughs> I know it's sticker club. I kind of like sticker of the month. You know, you guys, you guys it's know a, who you're, it's a month. <laughs> like, you know who you're. You know who you're dealing with. <laughs> I think it should just be like I've sent you twelve. <laughs> I know. Right? Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, you're great. Appreciate you. Go on the Reddit. Vote. Tell us what movies we should watch. That's that's where we get our most like interactions, and we love it. We love to hear from you guys. Yeah. So yeah. Um, cool. R slash coldest under knowledge. Do it. Perfect. But, okay. Bye bye. Okay. Good night. <laughs>